Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. If you're curious about what a mystical business owner is, well, if you work as a tarot card reader, astrologer, Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle medium, or frankly, if you do any kind of spiritual or mystical art as part of your profession, we're talking about you. I'm Teresa. And I'm Bree. Hey, everyone. So we have both been self-employed mystics and sacred artists running our own businesses for decades upon decades and looking fabulous while we do it. We know what goes into running a successful business and we know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. So we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. So in each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic. And this year in 2020, we're focusing on astrology for business. Today's topic is super exciting growth spurts, Jupiter and Pluto conjunctions in 2020. Thanks for tuning in to listen and let's get this show started. So Jupiter and Pluto. Now earlier this year, we talked about the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And we explained that a conjunction happens when two planets are on the same side, uh, same sign, excuse me, and they're really close together in degrees. So for example, if your sun and Mercury in your natal chart were both in Gemini at 20 degrees, that is considered conjunction. Now, we are talking about what's happening in the planet on a bigger scale. And Jupiter and Pluto are going to be conjunct in the sign of Capricorn three times in 2020. So, Bree, what are the dates for that? Do you have those? I do have them. This is going to happen on April 4th. June 30th and November 12th. And just so everyone knows, this pairing of Jupiter and Pluto occurs about every 13 years. So this is another, it's not quite as long as the Saturn-Pluto, you know, where it's like every 34 years, but this is still a relatively rare phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So, Teresa, can you explain again what it means when planets are conjunct and what specifically we want to be aware of with this conjunction? Yeah, and again, like I said, when planets are conjunct, it means they're in the same sign and they're close to the same degree. Now, there is something called an orb. An orb means that the degrees are, you know, X amount of degrees, and I like to work with a tight orb. So, for example... If a if two planets are in, you know, 20 degrees Gemini, again, that is really a tight conjunction. If one is 20 or let's say one is 20 degrees and the other one is 4 degrees, that's a really loose conjunction. It's not going to be as powerful. Yeah. So we always want to think about when the planets are as close to exact, that's when the impact is going to be felt the most. And so the dates that you gave are going to be the dates when Jupiter and Pluto are super close together. They're really getting like, um, they're like two cats snuggling on the couch. Um, yes, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and in Capricorn, you know, Jupiter doesn't like being in Capricorn. Jupiter feels 
Spunky in Capricorn because Jupiter is all about expansion. And Capricorn, well, you know, Capricorn's about restriction. So Jupiter right off the jump is saying, oh, my God, i got to behave. You know, and Jupiter doesn't like that. But Jupiter and Capricorn could be very good for business, government, and, of course, taking care of Mother Earth. And so with these two planets being conjunct, Pluto is the transformer and Jupiter is the expander, um, what this says is if you have been working hard to create good, solid structures in your business, uh, it's very likely you might be seeing some growth surges. Uh, you might even be able to, if you've had a couple business losses or maybe last, last year your business year wasn't so great, this could be a time where you're able to recoup things. And also if that Saturn-Pluto thing at the beginning of the year has been really forcing you to work hard, you might see some rewards coming in around the time of these Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions. So that's how I see that. And, I mean, well, how do you think that the energy of this conjunction is different from January Saturn Pluto conjunction, Brie? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, you know, I think of Jupiter and Pluto as the the mogul pairing. You know, these are planets that are both associated with wealth and with power and with wisdom in different ways. And mm-hmm. so this, the, and I'm a Pluto girl, you know, Pluto is on my natal sign at the time of my birth. So I'm a, I'm a fan of Pluto and all of Pluto's intensity. And I think that this is a really, um, upbuilding conjunction for the people who are aware of it and who are going to work with it and align themselves with it. You know, the, the Pluto Saturn conjunction that we had um, in mid-January of this year, you know, that, that's a conjunction that, as we said in our, in our first talking shop show of the year, you know, it brings out a lot of conflict. It kind of brings out, like, the weak points in systems of all kinds, from the system of your business to the systems of governments and economics and environmental care or lack thereof. You know, this is a conjunction that sort of reveals the weak points and like that is really necessary, but it's not what I would call fun or necessarily enjoyable. Um, and that conjunction often brings some drama with it. And we certainly saw some political drama and upheavals globally, um, in January. So, you know, that, that the same could be true for your business. There may have been some weak points that were kind of highlighted by that conjunction that you've had to, you know, contend with. And, and again, it's necessary, but it's not exactly like, oh, yes, this is how I'd like to spend my Saturday. Um, Jupiter and Pluto feels very different to me. You know, Pluto is the planet of, among other things, the hidden wealth in our lives and the hidden wealth in our businesses. And Jupiter is an expander, but it is also a magnifier. So I see Jupiter and Pluto Coming together, one of the best ways, in my opinion, to work with this pairing is is to allow Jupiter to turn its expansive and magnifying energy onto your business and onto your life, and then let Pluto come in and help you see where there are hidden resources, hidden revenue streams, hidden wealth, hidden opportunities that maybe you have missed seeing 
in the day-to-day grind. You know, there, there are always opportunities that we just aren't aware of because we're so busy doing business as normal. And these conjunctions are three amazing points in 2020 where we can, you know, kind of stop business as normal and say, okay, what – what is here that can enrich me on multiple levels that I am maybe not sufficiently aware of? That That's one way that I think the energy is very different. I also think that this energy, Teresa, you alluded to it already. This is reward energy. Like if you have been working, if you have been nose to the grindstone, if you've been diligent, you know, this energy often brings with it reward. And often those rewards are of a financial nature. And so that's a, that's another aspect of this, uh, conjunction, you know, and if you're not seeing the hidden wealth and you're not seeing the, the financial rewards necessarily, another way to align yourself with this conjunction is to do some serious wealth and prosperity magic or intention setting for your business mm-hmm. in, in line with this conjunction. I think that's a really good way to work with the energy. So that's, that's kind of my take on it. You know, there's a, there's a benevolence and a sweetness to this conjunction because we do have Jupiter involved with it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the idea of the prosperity rituals. That is such great advice. Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good time. What about you? Is there anything you would add to that, Teresa, as far as the energy of the conjunction being different than the Saturn-Pluto? Well, you know, the biggest thing is I really think it's the rewards come for those who are willing to do the work and not look for the silver bullet. And so many people want that. They want the quick path to six figures. They want to believe that they're going to be able to kick back and, have a team that they've outsourced and they're paying pennies on the dollars that are going to run their business and you only have to work four hours a week and make all this money, and that is not going to wash going forward. This is a time to get serious with your business, to act like a CEO of your business, and to really make sure that you're being ultra-consistent in your efforts. This is not the time to take your eye off the prize. You know, Capricorn is the mountain goat. And what does the mountain goat do? It gets to the top of the mountain. And mountains are treacherous things, but the goat is determined and focused. And so we really want to make sure we take nothing for granted and we remain focused on our bigger picture goals and steadily climbing towards them and not pausing along the way to fiddle around. You've really got to, you've got to be Again, acting like the CEO of your business. Absolutely, yeah. CEO energy all the way. I think this is major boss energy. Yeah. And so aligning yourself with that, and, you know, this is also a good time. If you've had a management problem, this is a good time to get that sorted out because power dynamics are part of this as well. Yes, absolutely. And also the one other thing I would say is let's not play small. You know, Capricorn, again, when I talk about CEO energy, this is in time to say, well, you know, I don't want to get out there because, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, no, 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 no. Get out there, be the face of your business, boss up. Um, You know, you really want to think like you're running an empire. And Jay-Z, who, you know, I love my rappers, Jay-Z once said this quote, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman, and I love that. That is the energy we need to manifest 
around this Jupiter-Pluto energy. These conjunctions are all about those who are ready to boss up, show up, play big, go for the top, be ambitious, be unapologetic with your ambition. That's what I think. I love it. I love that. So, so do you think there's... Are, oh. oh, yeah. No, what were you going to say? Well, no, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I was going to say, what are some things business owners can do to maximize all of that energy that we've been talking about? Well, the number one thing is really have, again, when we talk about Capricorn, it's about structures. Structures that mm-hmm. support your business. So you want to think about your calendar. Do you have a structure for your clients to work with you? Do you have structures in place for your marketing? The more structured you are, the more likely you're going to be the one reaping the rewards. So I think the biggest thing that every business owner can do right now to maximize this energy is go over every structure in their business from A to Z and get things solidified and updated to really welcome in more of the kind of business that you want and more business in general. Um, that's that's what I would say. What about you, Bree? Do you have anything else to add to that? This is related. Um, I would say schedule. You know, I Saturn has been in Capricorn for, you know, almost two years now, and it, it's going to be leaving Capricorn this year, but not until, you know, later. And, and I would say, you know, Saturn, again, is the planet of time and the planet of timeliness. And so as you are looking at your business structure, you also really need to look at your schedule. Um, Teresa and I can both tell you that having things scheduled in advance, really kind of knowing where your year is going so that you're acting and not reacting, it takes a huge weight off of you from a, from a business perspective. And a good schedule also allows you to do things like mark the days in your calendar when the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction is exact. So maybe that's a day you take off. Maybe that's a day you do something for your business really intentionally. And, you know, the way that you're able to do that is if you have been paying attention to your schedule and you've put some thought into your schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really, really great advice. Schedules are everything. And you know, too, as you being um, a mom with young kids, and so many entrepreneurs are parents, and they do have children, and they have family life, or they're taking care of elders. A schedule is essential when you're an entrepreneur. Otherwise, you could be running yourself ragged. And that is not Capricorn energy. Capricorn energy isn't about scattering your forces to the wind. It is about containing, restraining, and managing so I love what you said about schedules. It's so right on. So that brings me to this question. Are there things entrepreneurs shouldn't do during these transits? Yes. I think that, you know, these – anytime you have Pluto involved in a transit, um, you can go into funky – power dynamic mode is the is the technical way that I think about this. So, you know, the kind of like the dark side of Pluto energy is emotionally manipulating or being emotionally manipulated or just having a weird power hierarchy that you're having to deal with. So like, you know, this is this is not a time, as Teresa said, to play small, 
It's also not a time to not be clear. You know, Brene Brown in her, in her book on leadership says clarity is kindness. And so if you have a team, if you have people who are contracted to do work with you, if you have colleagues that you work with and there is something going on, the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction is not a time to, like, you know, either either keep your mouth shut or kind of, like, passively, aggressively try to arrange things. This is a time where a compassionate and yet clear definition of roles, of boundaries, of expectations is really beneficial to both parties. So, like, if there's a weird power thing going on, this is not a time to dance around it um, or to try to, like, manage it in some passive way. This is a time to get in front of it and and be objective and be kind and, and you know, address it head on so that you don't have weird power dynamics coming up. Um, this is also a time to really be intentional about where you're putting your money. Now, I will say that in my experience, Jupiter um, and Pluto, especially in Capricorn, can favor smart investments in your business. Yeah. So I think that if, if you have something, if you're considering something and it would be a significant investment, these are good days to make that investment. They're also good days to get more information that will help you make an ultimate decision. Um, Teresa and I talked about the Saturn-Pluto energy that kind of kick-started 2020 mm-hmm. and how we both feel this is not a year to go into significant debt over your business. But if there's an investment that has a reasonable return, you know, this is energy for investing in yourself and investing in your business. So I think that's something to be aware of and not ignore. If you have opportunities, you you want to look at those opportunities. Don't ignore them or kind of put them off, you know, for another day. So those are some of my don'ts. What about you, T? I'm nodding my head because everything that you're saying, yes, 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 yes. Um, And I would also say another really important thing for people to do is to keep an eye on your bigger vision, but don't take on so much that you burn out. You know, Jupiter loves to expand, so sometimes in the spirit of advance of, of expanding, we sometimes want to do all these new things and get involved in all these new stuff, and, and then suddenly we are overwhelmed. And so don't do that. Do not take on more than you can reasonably handle. That's the surest path to burnout. I love it. I love it. Now, Teresa, what kind of business trends might we want to pay attention to during these transits? The biggest trend I think we are, well, there's a couple trends that I think are going to be worth paying attention to. Of course, the online world, I think, is still really shaping up in lots of new ways. Um, And there are still some holdouts, people who are not wanting to have a website. They're not wanting to update their website. They're resisting using social media smartly. And I think these trends are always evolving. They're always changing. So you really need during this year is to look at which social media trends, which platforms are really working, which ones are catching fire, 
And you want to embrace those and not feel, again, we want to be the, the CEO. We want to think big. So I don't think we should be hiding away from the world, and I think we could look at some of the new social media platforms and figure out smart ways to work with them. But also the one thing I'm seeing is on some of the social media platforms, some stuff is really receiving a lot of flack, like the influencer culture on Instagram is really getting mocked a lot. So we also want to make sure that, and here's where Capricorn is so restrained, that whatever you're putting out there, you're not being some big, fake, phony version of yourself. You know what I mean? So I think more authenticity is going to be a big theme. Coming down to earth, because that's Capricorn energy, people are looking for, they want us down to earth. They want that. Mm-hmm. And I also think because of the the connection with um, Capricorn being a lot about government, is that I think this is a really important time for people to, business owners, to not be afraid about talking about their beliefs. And I know that's weird and that's probably really ishy territory because oftentimes people think that they want their musicians, their artists, their tarot readers and whatnot to just shut up and do their work. But I think if you have a platform, this is a time where you certainly want to make sure that you are doing your part to express what you feel about what's going on in the world. So those are just things I think. What about you? You see any trends? I I love I love all of that. I love everything that you said. Um, I really I think that that is exactly right. And I I think that the social media thing is is a big one. You know, again, Jupiter is about expansion, and Pluto is about power. And so, mm-hmm. working with whatever avenue you can work with to expand your your you know understanding of things i think is very well positioned with these conjunctions but pluto is also about depth mm-hmm. you know pluto is the it's the planet you know pluto is in roman mythology pluto is the ruler of the underworld so you know pluto deals with real things, real concerns, real fears, and mm-hmm. and Pluto is deep. And so I think working with avenues that allow for expansion, such as websites, such as social media streams, but doing that in, in an authentic way, but also in a deep way where we're not afraid mm-hmm. to talk about the things that really matter is a powerful CEO move to make this year. Mm-hmm. Right on. Totally, yeah. totally agree. So, you know, I think overall, Jupiter-Pluto, because of that Jupiter, that Saturn-Pluto thing at the beginning of the year, I think Jupiter-Pluto is going to really help people to feel that if I'm working hard and doing my structures, there's a reward in that. And, you know, oftentimes we hear about working smarter, not harder, and I think that's another thing that we might want to think about doing this year because that way then we are not, again, burning out and overdoing but still finding a way to collect the rewards for the good efforts that we're doing. And I think that's what all of this Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn stuff is all about ultimately. Yeah, I agree. Another thing that I would I would add is we're – as we're coming to the end is, you know, Pluto is the energy of Pluto is very intense. Mm -hmm. And so 
If you're an intense person, like I am, um, sometimes like the wider world can feel a little overwhelming because you just really want to like nail the thing that you're interested in. But I think this is a year for intensity of an intensity and devotion to craft really are seen and, Mm -hmm. and appreciated and rewarded. So like if you too are an intense person, like in your corner, rocking like a super specific thing, this is a year where those efforts are seen and they're appreciated. And I, I want to put that out there for all the other intense folks that mm-hmm. are with me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm intense too. And, you know, oftentimes we feel we've got to like water that down. No, and yeah. my friend Shaheen Miro, we were talking once about how people say tone it down. And, and Shaheen said, no, tone up. Tone it up, yeah. and I yeah. love that. And I think taking a stand, really expressing ourselves and our intensity and all of our good and not so great parts of ourselves, I think that's really going to be ultimately the biggest trend in business and maybe in life. So, absolutely. All right, that wraps up this. Yeah, we are done. That wraps up this episode of Talking Shop. Um, and this was a very good episode. So, Bree, what was your biggest right. takeaway from the episode? I really appreciate the emphasis on structure. Um, and I really like the boss energy, the CEO energy, the call to to really, you know, be at peace with your ambition. Like, acknowledge your ambition, see your ambition, honor your ambition, I think often in our world, um, ambition is seen as like a no-no. And I don't think it's ever a no-no, but I think especially with this astrology, like we are being asked to come into right relationship with our ambition. So I really loved that. What about you, Teresa? What was your favorite? The, The thing that I love the most is about how you talked about how we should be investing smartly in our business during this jupiter Poodle conjunction. I think that's amazing advice. So I love that. And there's a couple things I'm thinking about investing in, so I think I'm going to wait for those times of the year to do it. So awesome. I like it. All right. Well, that's it. And before we sign off, people, I want to remind you, if you enjoy Talking Shop, do not forget that you can listen to all the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. You can go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're right there. Bree, where can they find the podcast on your site? Y'all can just go to com. You will see the tab that is called Free Resources. You can click on that tab and both the current episode of Talking Shop and the archives will be there. You know, we have people who listen to the archives all of the time and I, I get letters, and Teresa, I know you get letters from people who find so many good resources in those archives that are super helpful. So I do recommend that you go through them because we've been doing Talking Shop for, is this our sixth year? I think it's our sixth year. So there's six yeah. years of podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of information there. And people, if you are enjoying right. the podcast, also I do want to add one thing. Head on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because it does help more metaphysical business owners find their way to talking shop. So just had to add that in. All right, people. Absolutely. That's it. 
Yeah. So remember, you can join us next month for another round of Talking Shop. And until then, you can find me, Teresa Reed, at thetarolady.com. Bree, what about you? Everyone, you can find me at com, And we thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to our show. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. We hope this information helps you do that. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know that you will. More than any other retrograde, because it does. So, that being said, before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, and we hope you do, don't forget that you can listen to all the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. You can go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, you're right there. Bree, where can they find these podcasts on your site? Just head over to briannasaki.com. Click on free resources, and you will find both the current episode and you will also find the archives right there. Yay. All right, people, that's a wrap Mm -hmm. for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? Everyone, you can find me at com. Thank you again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will. Yeah, yeah, I think What about you? I really love what you brought up about structure. I mean, Saturn is so much about structure, as is Capricorn. And, you know, as we see some structures not working any longer, like this business as usual no longer works, really thinking about our own ways of running business and asking, well, what is and is not working for us? You know, I think that's a hugely important thing to do all of the time, but it's kind of nice because right now we're really supported by the planetary energy to do it in a very effective way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So lot we've got lots of good things to think about with this current um with this current uh, Saturn or with this current Saturn Pluto thing and I think it's gonna impact I think a lot of our businesses are going to look different by the end of the year. Just my thoughts. So, Yeah, I like it. So last but not least, a few announcements. Teresa, is there anything you want our listeners to know about that's happening in your business world? Any upcoming classes, new projects, things like that? Well, you know, the biggest thing I want to tell people is that I have the AstroBiz Digest available. And the AstroBiz Digest is a weekly horoscope that is specifically for business owners and it will map out all the things that are happening in the sky so that you can make great decisions about your business what about you Bree? anything you want to share you know i have first of all i just have to say i subscribe to the astro digest um, and i actually i pay for my subscription and i love it so much i use it every single week, and I think I told you this before, 
I like I can do all of the astrology, but it's so nice to have you do it so that I don't have to. <laughs> I so appreciate that. <laughs> well, I I love that. Yeah, because. I love it. It's a great service. So for me, um, the big news is that uh, Call to the Crossroads, which is a year-long training in various sacred arts and magical practices, is open for registration. Um, we're going to start in May, and this year's uh, course is going to be centered around my book, Making Magic. So we are going to look at making magic as a lifelong practice. And so we're going to talk about super practical things like time management for the busy magician, house blessing and house charming, all kinds of really good practical things. And so if you're interested in that, you can head over to my website and get all of the details. I love that. And people, you need to get over there. All right, people. Well, that's it. We are wrapping this up. Um, but before we sign off, a happy reminder. If you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. Just go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're there. Bree, where can they find the podcasts on your site? Everyone, you can go to BrianaSafi.com, B-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-U-S-S-Y.com. You can click on the free resources tab, and both the current show and the archives will show up right there. Awesome. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this episode, and please join us again for another Round of Talking Shop next month, and until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? You all can find me at com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. be mad or terrified but you still got to keep doing your work because the world needs your work and you've got to remember that your work is needed do you have any advice for anybody who's coming out with their first book and they're getting freaked out about the prospect of a bad review you know my advice is that you have probably already said to yourself the harshest things about your work. Mm. In my experience, right, that inner critic, the inner voice, you know, whatever resistance is what Stephen Pressfield calls it, whatever you want to call it. I, I work with published authors. I work with published authors that are New York Times bestsellers and win all kinds of prestigious literary prizes. And you would think, like, Oh, well, they don't have the same internal dialogue that I do about how my work is worthless and sucks and is terrible and nobody will ever want to read it. Um, but they do, right? Like every single author and writer that I have worked with, we all have this internal voice that pops up from time to time and is just totally not helpful. But the right. nice thing about it 
is that you have probably already said the harshest things about your work to yourself. And, and so the negative reviews that will come probably can't touch the self-criticism that you've already engaged in. And I think that that really takes the pressure off of everything, you know, because the fact of the matter is, is that you still accomplished what you set about to accomplish despite that inner negative voice. Like you still have a book or you still have a class or you still have a card deck or a workshop or whatever. So you know that you will survive because you have survived yourself in this respect. So I think that that's a helpful thing to remember. Absolutely. You will survive because you will. You will get through this. (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) So on that note, I think it is time to wrap up this episode of Talking Shop through Teresa. What was your biggest takeaway from this discussion? I love your rituals. I love, love, love the rituals. I mean, even just the simple act of washing your hands, putting on new clothes, when you're feeling upset about uh, a negative review, I just think that's such great advice because we really want to get that energy off of us as quickly as possible so we can keep on doing our work. So that was my favorite, favorite piece of advice. What about you? Anything that you enjoyed about this conversation? Any piece of advice that you're going to take away? Oh, my gosh, they were so... So, so much. Um, but I, you know, I really like the reminder, Teresa, that, that in the case of the fake negative reviews, you can, there is a protocol in a lot of places, and you can, you know, petition to have those removed. It may not always work, but I think that that gives people a practical action to take on, and my justice-loving Libran self approves of restoring justice. So I like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I've I've had some fake ones that I've had taken down. Not all, but some. And it does feel empowering because I think one of the things that we need to know too is those review sites, they've originally it was a good idea to be able to leave reviews about books or businesses or whatnot, but they got kind of they ran amok. You know, there's a lot of trolls out there that got a lot of bad ideas. So Having a recourse for that or having the ability, again, to know that, you know, you're going to have to just face that because, unfortunately, these review sites often have opened the doors for people to be jerks for no reason, and you just got to get over it. So, But, yeah, we can go on and on about this, and we have to move along. And so before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free. You can listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Just look for Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree. You're going to find all the episodes there. You can also visit the Talking Shop archives on my website, thetarolady.com. Click on Podcasts, scroll on down to Talking Shop. It's all there. Bree, where can they find us on your site? You guys, head over to com. Click on the Free Resources tab. The archives and the current Talking Shop show will both show up there. And if you like this show, please take a moment and leave a kind, speaking of reviews, leave a kind review on iTunes. 
uh, that's good karma, guys. Come on now. Anyhow, it'll help more <laughs> metaphysical. <laughs> it'll help more that's metaphysical right. business. Right. It'll help more metaphysical business owners find their way to talking shop. And that is a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of talking shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where are you? Where are they going to find you? You guys can find me at com. Thanks again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. You guys, stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. <laughs>